over the top was sumptuous, and Sanchez's skills were sublime. Oh, Rodman! Rodman! The number two pick scores for the Spirit! And the Spirits, this is Andre Carlisle. This is Joe. And this is Annie Elliott. <laughs> and we are here again. It is episode three. I'm gonna stop saying that at some point because it's gonna get annoying. I'm gonna be like, this is episode 32, and that's just gonna sound stupid. So at some point, I'll stop doing that. But I'm just excited. I'm happy that we have a new podcast specifically to talk about the spirit. Admin, please rate, please review, please follow the podcast on Twitter at Hey Spirits. Send suggestions. If you want us to talk about anything in particular, if there's anything that happened you thought we may have missed, send it to us. Tag us. Let us know. And we'll make sure to include it in the episode, uh, in the next week's episode. Or maybe we won't. Who knows? Whatever. Try it. See. See what happens. Uh, today, we are going to talk about, well, we were going to talk about FIFA 23. But the update is delayed until March 22nd or 23rd. I don't know. It's before the season kicks off, but just barely. I'm very sad about that. So instead, today we're going to talk about some words from another spirit media availability that happened. So we got to talk to a couple of players. Uh, so we're going to bring some con some audio from them. Um, we're going to talk about the spirit season coming up because this will be the last podcast we put out before the spirit play an actual game. And that's going to be exciting. So we're going to do kind of a look at the season overall, ask a few questions, try to answer some few questions, maybe make some predictions. And we're going to also look at the game versus OL Rain. That is the season opener. Get your tickets. Hashtag go to games. Y'all know how it is. Annie, Joe, anything before we get started? I don't think so. <laughs> Hope you guys Perfect. are doing well. <laughs> oh, you know what? Thank you, Annie. I forgot to do. I for, I, I forgot to do the cordial thing. Oh, whatever. How are y'all? <laughs> well, we <laughs> we've been talking throughout the week. We kind of get it, sort of. We're pretty much tired, so. Busy, so busy. Yeah. Tired and busy. Oh, podcast energy. Love it. All right. Well, <laughs> apologies for missing the, the salutations portion of the podcast. <laughs> we will now move on and talk about, uh, you know what? Let's just get to the audio from, from media availability with Andy Sullivan and Ashley Sanchez. Okay, so again, we had media availability, which was great. Uh, Spirit have been doing a pretty good job of keeping um, players available at least every week, uh, which is, you know, sort of a new thing. So we've enjoyed that, uh, that we get to talk to some players on a weekly basis. And this time it was Andy Sullivan and Ashley Sanchez. They talked about some important things uh, about preseason, how long it's been, how it's needed to be that long, given the new system that's put into play. Uh, they talked about being able to focus on soccer again, given all of the stuff that has happened around the spirit. Um, and then Sanchez talked a little bit about advice to the rookies. She's still about the same age as many players that got drafted. So um, she has a lot of experience for a player who is that young. So let's just get started and let's listen to Ashley Sanchez talk about this preseason and adjusting to a new style of play. I think it's been really good. I think the whole team has adapted really well. and. Honestly, we it has been a long preseason, but I feel like it also is really hard to switch everything up and with all new players. And even for us returning, it's completely different than the way we played last year. So 
Um, I think it's been really good. And I think every single week we've gotten better and understand the tactics more and each practice, each game we've played has been better and better. All right. So that was a little bit of insight into the way practice has gone um, with the spirit, long off season, long preseason, but very much sounds like very much needed given the new system. Uh, Joe, what did, what stood out to you about that uh, little clip from Sanchez? Maybe not the clip specifically, but kind of in general, the more we've talked to players and the coaches and staff members, they all gradually sound more and more confident in this season and this system that they're working. Granted, we don't know much about the system they're working with. No one's really giving answers about that, but they do sound more confident. Last season was last season. So <laughs> it, it's definitely exciting to see them or at least hear them be excited for this season. Yeah, I think the confidence point is a is a very good one. Annie, what what did you take away from that? Um, I mean, this was also not directly in what she said, but I, I thought it was interesting. She was talking about how long this this preseason has been, and it is it does feel like it's been going on for a very long time. But uh, she was gone for a lot of it, so she was you know she was away on national team duty. So um, I'm, I'm just interested in that, and that you know she still sees improvement. She feels like it's it's been steady improvement, even though she had a pretty big gap went away for uh, the Sheep Leaves Cup. Yeah, I think that, and I think, to be honest, thinking about it from that perspective, it kind of lets you know, I guess, the bulk, like the workload um, as well. I know that in that presser, even though we, we we won't play that particular bit of the audio, but they were talking about just the number of meetings that they have, you know, to make sure that everyone's on the same page, um, to go through the nuances of a new style, um, new instructions, and talked about it being very organized the coaching staff are very aware of players and how much they're absorbing. It sounds like they're doing a good job of giving the doses out as needed and getting players, you know, to a certain level of understanding and then pulling it back when they need to. Um, so that part was very interesting as well, but, but I, let's talk about the new style of play a little bit too. Last year was bad for a number of reasons. I think one reason that it was bad, and I know in the trailer we said we're not going to talk about 2022. It didn't happen, but we have to talk about it a little bit. Last season, it seemed like they were playing down to teams, not like a knock or a dig, but they just weren't playing their best, and it was quite visible. This season, they seem like they're playing better individually, so cohesively as a team, it will look better. We haven't been able to see it yet, but I'm... I don't want to say I'm confident in something I haven't seen, but I do believe in them. I have has the faith. faith. I have faith there. I don't know how close it is to them, but it's definitely like in the vicinity. I do think that individually, they all seem to be talking about how they're getting better and they do seem to be making progress. So as a team, there's no reason to believe it's not there, which would definitely be an improvement from last season. Last thing I'm going to say about last season. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was not great. Um, it was definitely a season. <laughs> it indeed was a season of NWSL soccer. Um, <laughs> Annie, what do, what do you think about the system change? Um, I, I'm excited to see it. I think the players that we've heard talk about it are all really excited about it. I think they, as a group, probably will adapt well to this kind of, I, I know, uh, Mark Persons calls it attack, attack, attack. <laughs> you may, maybe more attacks that are in there. I don't know. <laughs> But, um, you know, we know that the team is very young. They seem to want to go after the ball, um, be a little more aggressive. I think, you know, they, they are all seem to be fitting well into that new mindset. So I, I think it will be a good fit, hopefully. 
Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We haven't really had a chance to see much from their their play style yet. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I'm very excited. To be honest, I think with a young team and personnel, you're really doing it. You're doing them a disservice. Young teams like to go and attack and get get after uh, other teams. And I think you're doing them a disservice if you're trying to make them play a little bit more rigidly than they want. I think you have to have, you know, it has to be cohesive. Uh, but I think the way that the team is constructed, this is a much better fit. This kind of style is a much better fit for the personnel. So I do think that we're going to see an improvement in the spirit this season. I know we're getting a little into the season preview, but I do think that this is relevant information because I do think a new style is going to benefit. But also, as Andy Sullivan talked a little bit about, um, just not having to deal with a lot of the stuff they've had to deal with in the recent uh, past is going to be another weight lifted. And I think that also combined with a new style is going to be helpful. So on that note, let's listen to Andy Sullivan address that topic. It's been incredible. Um, I think Mark was one of the ones who was really encouraging me to just focus on my play. Um, and I think it was really refreshing this off season to come in and be kind of surprised by how many changes were made. Um, in the past, I feel like I was super in the loop, which is also a great, like we talked about, I think at the end of the season, like, oh, it's been great for me to learn that side of things. But at the same time, it's probably not, what's best for me as a player. Um, and so this off season and this preseason has been, I'm focused on being a player for the team. Um, just focusing on our tactics, our recovery, um, my individual role. And I think it's showing a lot in my play and how I feel. And that's ultimately going to help me. It's going to help the team. So um, it's nice that that's actually happening. Okay, so that to me is just music to my ears. I was trying to find a, a less old way to say that. <laughs> I couldn't find one. Um, I just, I, everything this team has been through and, you know, some of the leaders on the team more than others because they've had to, you know, everything from the CBA negotiations, which I know Tori Huster, a lot of the captains on the team were very deeply involved with but also just the internal spirit stuff, the new, the old ownership battle for ownership, all of that, of course, under Richie Burke, first of all, which all that situation and everything that came out there. And then of course, the way that Chris Ward's tenure ended with the spirit was also not good. they had to come out with a statement and rebut a Q and A he ended up doing in the athletic. That was something they shouldn't have had to do. And it just sounds like now they're finally getting to focus on just soccer. I feel like I had almost the opposite emotional reaction because that made me feel really sad for Andy from last year. Um, this is not the first time we've heard her say something like this this season. And I, you know, I am very glad that it's improved. Um, but like you said, she was so um, focused on other things like putting out statements. So I, I think there were probably a lot of team meetings, both, I mean, over the last two years, a lot of back and forth with coaches and ownership problems. Um, and that made me wonder, I think what she said about, um, getting to learn more about the, the management side, I, I, it made me wonder how much more she was involved in of the day-to-day -day management or, or taking on a role outside of a player. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm very happy for her that this is a better year, but you really could see at the end of last season, how kind of beat down she was. And, um, I'm glad that's changed. Yeah, definitely. Um, Joe, your reaction. I think it's more of like a relief. 
I think we asked a lot of players on the pitch, off the pitch, during a game, after. So just getting to have their moment where they're just a player, they're just focusing on their craft, their skills. It's kind of a relief. Like, sure, I'm just a fan. I don't have to think too hard about it, but Andy's always very thoughtful with her answers, so it just seems like a relief. Like, she finally gets to be just a soccer player, and this team always carries a little extra baggage with it, it seems like, but this time it's just Andy the soccer player, not Andy the XYZ, and so on. We all asked Andy at the end of at the end of the season after the very last game asked her you know how involved does she want to be in the head coaching search and everything and she was just like honestly I don't I just want a front office that's going to do its job I'm exhausted and we were like I get it like I get it on an, in in any other normal situation I'd be like you probably want to have buy-in like you want to weigh in on who the coach is going to be but it had been she, I, I don't think she's had a professional career where at any point for a domestic club she could have said like I completely trust the front office. And it sounds like, at least with Michelle Kang, she has that. And that's good. And it sounds like she's enjoying the work with Mark Parsons. And that's good. So being able to focus strictly on soccer, how about it? What a concept. Um, Okay, let's do our last little audio clip here. This was a question I asked uh, Ashley Sanchez about her still being a very young player, but being also an experienced player. So with all of the attacking players that came into the to the club via the draft I was asking her about advice that if they're coming to her for advice and if so what advice is she giving and this was a piece of her answer I just feel like when you come from college it's not not every game is competitive and I think sometimes when you come into league you don't understand how demanding each game is and how each team brings something different it might be faster, more possession-based, physical. Um, and I think just being prepared for every style of team, but also our tactics and our tactics changing game to game, I think that's just going to be really important. All right. So that was, honestly, I appreciate, I really appreciated that answer because, you know, nobody really wants to say, especially when they're in college or whatever, say that they really don't have any easy games, you know? <laughs> But we kind of know that sometimes in college, given the discrepancy in talent across, you know, the entire landscape sometimes, and especially being at a college like Sanchez was at, she was at UCLA, you're going to have some games where, you know, if you take the opposition too lightly, you could be in trouble, but you could also be up 3 nothing at halftime. Joe, what did you think about hearing that and, and Sanchez's advice to some of the younger players? I like the idea that players do view this league as competitive. I feel like that's one thing that people kind of sleep on about it. Like, oh, teams have this national player and this national player, and they're kind of like clumped here and there. But the idea that they are viewing each game as competitive and possibly even more competitive than the last is, I don't want to keep saying everything is exciting, but it is exciting because last season was what it was. So it's it's like bubbling up inside of me. I can't wait. But also the idea that they're kind of working on the physicality of games is, is it something that, was necessarily there last season so seeing it possibly show up more would be I don't know interesting I don't know if they'll pull it off well not all teams need to be physical so yeah no I mean I I definitely think that the competitive piece of it is really important in this league in the NWSL say all right let's just go ahead and call it what it is all right in the FAWSL you know over in England if you are one of the top what three or four teams 
Sure, you may be surprised by a Brighton from time to time. You may be surprised by a Reading from time to time. But you're going to be able to beat like a Leicester City. You're going to be able to have no problem with some of the teams at the bottom of the table. You're going to have some easy games. And even though they might not want to come out and straight up say, like, this is an easy game, we can cruise in this because that's disrespectful to the opposition. It is true. Whereas in the NWSL, that level of that caliber of team does not exist. Like a Leicester City, a Brighton does not exist. A Reading does not exist. And this is another reason why I'd love to have a Club World Cup, because I would love to show people the difference between a bottom tier NWSL team and a bottom tier WSL team. I digress. Uh, (laughs) Annie, what what about that uh, Sanchez advice to other players was interesting to you? All right. Well, to continue for us a little on our... uh... Our glowing endorsement of the NWSL, <laughs> <laughs> which we we wholeheartedly endorse. Um, it's I mean it's not just that any team could beat any team, but also like the teams that are the bottom of the table could change completely over the course of one off season or even throughout a season. And you know you think you're going to beat I won't call out any certain names every time, but you know they come into a game and kick your butt. So <laughs> definitely a, a very competitive league. Um, I would think the tactics part, I mean, I know the physicality does sound like something that is a big adjustment for a lot of college players, but I think the tactics probably is too. I would guess it's a big step up. Um, I'm hoping that is something Spirit are focusing on a lot this year, particularly adapting to other teams. Um, But because again, we just just had such a rough 2022. Um, But yeah, so hopefully Ashley is uh, helping, helping the others adjust to it. Yeah, I think the tactic thing was the other thing, the big thing that stood out to me too, because the fact that the league is so competitive means that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put in a lot of effort to figure out how to beat other teams and work it out sometimes in the middle of the game, you know, a, a lot of times in the middle of games. You're gonna have to be flexible and have to try and find different ways to make it happen. And I think that, you know, you'll you'll see like a Chelsea play like a Brighton and you know, if Chelsea just plays their game they're going to score multiple goals and they're going to win that game. There's not really an equivalent in the NWSL. So that is a little different and a lot different, I would say, from college as well. All right. We're going to take a very, very small break. And then we are going to get back and talk about the Spirits season because the season kicks off March 26th against OL Reign. And we will talk about that game in particular in just a second. Okay, so this is fun. The season is finally here. Finally. It feels like, I know they, I know uh, Ashley Sanchez said it feels like it's been a long preseason, but they've needed it. And I appreciate that they've needed it. It's felt like a very long offseason for us, a very long preseason for us too. As Joe has said a few times, we have not gotten a chance to see the team in competitive action. And I think I'm just like, I'm so ready to see whatever they've been working on. Because I think this is a fascinating season. I think there are a lot of people that don't really know what to expect from the spirit. And if people are in that camp, I think that's exactly where they should be. People who think they know what the spirit are going to be like this season. I don't necessarily think that that, that anybody should have a good grasp on it. Because we have seen, as, as Annie alluded in the previous segment, we've seen teams go from the bottom to the top. And in the spirit's case, from the top to the bottom. <laughs> That's not fun, but that's typically not where teams stay. A lot of the tough games or tougher games from last season and even the season before that came when the national team players had to leave. 
and they were trying to fill those gaps and you could see that it was taking a little longer than it should and they weren't really making mid-game decisions. So if they get not exactly a perfect roster, but if they get something that they're comfortable building around at the start of the season, then it'll be easier to kind of move pieces later on and it won't make it harder to watch and play. So I think it makes sense to have it the way, potentially this way. Yeah, I think one of the things that was, you know, you mentioned the national team players being away, but I'll also mention in the case of Emily Sonnet and Kelly O'Hara, who are the two that are no longer with the Spirit, they both didn't play with the Spirit a lot last season. And I just think that that lack of stability was a thing. So not only did the Spirit back line have to adjust to new players, then when they came back, they would have to go back into the mode of adjusting and learning how to play with them. So I believe it was Kelly O'Hara only started three games last season. I think she appeared in 10 or 11, but only started three. And then Emily Sonnet played, I think her last game was played in the middle of June. And then they went off to the CONCACAF W Championship, and then she never played again for the Spirit. So I think just that level of you're expecting to be able to play in a particular way with these particular you know characteristics from these players who are good, very good players, there's no direct replacement. So when you build a system around those two players' characteristics and abilities, half of your back line is missing. And then how do you adjust the system? And they didn't adjust the system, as we've talked about. And so they still kind of played in the mid-block and kind of relied on that 1v1 defending, which wasn't a strong suit of the players who replaced those two players. Interesting thing we haven't really talked about, and we haven't heard Mark Parsons talk much about Amber Brooks and where he sees her strengths and her best position. Because even though she kind of settled into that starting center back role when Emily Sonnet was out last season, she didn't start the season in that role. I think she started maybe alternating between a, a, a wing back and a midfielder and just occasionally in center back. So she played all three positions last season. And I am curious what Parsons sees her her kind of best position to be. And, you know, she may be most needed at center back right now, but I'm, I'm not sure that that's her, her top spot. Man, I would hope so. If not the center <laughs> back, the center back pool hits even. I mean, there's only three center backs on the squad, on the squad. If she's, a, if she's not among them, then I'm, I'm very scared because uh, we ain't got nobody else. This defense um, remains scary as a fan. <laughs> Personally, I'm I'm here for it because just because the midfield is so strong, I think it's going to my hope is that throughout the season it makes things simpler for the back line because they should be the, the midfield should be very difficult to beat. Ideally, that's how it's supposed to work. It'll take some time getting there. So All right, let's let's do this. I want to I want to talk about I want to talk about the season overall, what we're kind of looking for this season, not necessarily like where you think the spare will end up on the table, just kind of like, what do you want to see this season? Because for me, it's, it's growth. It's a direction. I want to see, you know, like a foundation of play become a style, an identity within the team, which is something that I feel like the team thought they had in 2021, then that was lost. <laughs> so it was, it was there, but it was like flimsy. And so I'm looking, I kind of want to see a foundation built throughout the season. Joe, you, what are you looking for uh, as a result of this season? 
I think consistency, like above everything. Like even if they're not scoring as often as I'd like or being as aggressive as they could be, if they're just a little more consistent than honestly any of the past seasons, then it would be it would be entertaining to watch. And I know it would probably be more enjoyable to play that way too. Yeah. Annie, you. So, I mean, I, I think I kind of agree. I'd like to see the team develop a little bit more of an identity. I know that's something they are working on. Um, last season was just such a drag as a fan. Just the team didn't, the players didn't seem happy. They weren't playing with a lot of joy. Games were ties and losses and just nobody was happy. So I'd, I'd definitely like to see, like you said, Andre, some growth. Um, I think overall, not to go f- too far into prediction, um, as much as we hear, we keep hearing people around the team saying they, they want to win right away, and I fully believe they do, and I would like to see them win a lot more often than they did before. I do think this is a team that is rebuilding for the f- – not, not a rebuild year, but they are building for the future. So I, I don't think this is going to be 2021 but I, I do hope that it will be a better season than last season. <laughs> well, I'll put you on the spot then. Do you think it will be? I do. Yes, I do. I think the players just have so much more stability. They've got more support. Um, you've got a, a coach who is more of a proven coach who knows what he wants to do with the team. Um, we've, we've heard so much about, just all the changes they've made off the field. I do think it's going to be a better season. What about and you guys? I don't really know if I have expectations exactly. I mean, there are things I would want to say I'm looking forward to seeing, but I do think it's going to be a better season just with the way they're moving now, even though we can't necessarily see it. But what we're hearing about, I, I believe, again, with this, oddly placed faith that's like somewhere in the vicinity i i have faith that they will be better how much better hoping a lot not getting my hopes up but yeah i believe they'll be better the reason why i say i want to focus on the team itself and not necessarily look at it in terms of the within the scope of the entire nwsl is that a lot of teams got good And if you're trying to (laughs) compare season to season and you say, yes, the spirit are going to be so much better. We're going to be a playoff team. I'm hoping they will be a playoff team, but to me, they could be so much better than they were last year and still end up eighth or ninth. I would hate that. But personally, I just, that's why I want to see foundations built because I think Gotham, I don't expect them to be at the bottom of the table anymore. They got a, a, a really good coach. They did very well in the offseason. Um, we know what Kansas City did. We know that Houston Dash added another goal scorer in Diana Ordonez. We know that O.L. Reign has been a very good team. Orlando Pride, who apparently we had a scrimmage with today, um, which is interesting. Didn't hear anything about that. Apparently it ended 3-2. <laughs> Note, note to listeners, this is where all our resentment is coming from today. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we did our internet sleuthing and found out about one to two possible preseason uh, games that the Spirit have 
put out no word about. <laughs> yeah, apparently this week they they did a scrimmage or a preseason game. Still have no idea what to even call it. But we saw look like a player in Houston's training gear, the light blue and the Houston Dash logo on the shorts. I saw that crest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we saw on it. Insta. And, <laughs> and also uh, Orlando Pride was tweeting about a game versus the Spirit, which the Spirit were up 2-1 at halftime and it ended up ending 3-2. So don't know what changes were made at halftime because the spirit weren't tweeting anything. <laughs> but we did see that um, they apparently put some goals by uh, Orlando, who I think Orlando has played like 900 preseason games so far. I feel like they've been just doing so much. Not in a bad <laughs> way, but they've just been doing a lot. They have been doing quite a bit. So, yeah. And I, so, yeah, I do think that it's going to be tough to gauge You know, if you're just looking at pure results. I think if you just look at the table one year to a next, you might not see everything that's, that's changing. I want to focus on the season opener. On Sunday, March 26th at 4 p.m., get also your known tickets. As this week. Yeah, exactly. This week, this weekend, go get your tickets. Go to this game. Audi needs to be packed and it needs to be loud. Every game's going to be at Audi, so go to every single one or we're going to fight you. Um, <laughs> cheering us for the face. <laughs> I mean, so I'm down, Spirit versus so. OL Rain. I'm interested in this game because OL Rain are, have been a perennial, you know, powerhouse in this league. OL Rain, we know, won the Shield last season, had a chance to go to the championship game, didn't make it. We're very upset about that situation, but this is a very well composed team. They had a couple pieces come in, and Elise Bennett uh, was a very good trade that they ended up making. Uh, but they didn't do too much to change their team. We know the Emily Sonnet trade as well. So, so this game has potential to be quite fascinating. Just from what we've seen from past seasons from other DC teams, the first game of the season truly does determine the setting, the pacing for the rest of the season. doesn't have to be a good thing. doesn't have to be a bad thing. But it'll it'll determine something. Like, if we had a preseason game to see, I'm pretty sure I could give, like, a more definitive answer. I'm still on that. I wanted to know what was happening, but I don't know. It'll either determine that everyone keeps, like, mysteriously hinting at that they're getting all these changes made and they're doing this, this, and that. We'll get to see it, or they won't do it yet, and we'll just have to sit back and wait, which... I'm hoping they just do it and show us what they've been working on. I'm a little impatient now. I def I do believe it will determine the difference from last season. And I guess to like prove that this is not last season at like the least that they all seemed disappointed not to put too much on their shoulders, but they did seem like they knew they could do better. So this season is their chance to like not prove it, but I guess show it. Annie, your thoughts about this this matchup? Um, definitely a scary matchup. Like like you were alluding to, very tough team. I I think it's very interesting. Like you've both said, we know a little bit more about the rain at this point than we do the spirit. Um, and it's hard to even compare kind of our history with them from last season because we played all our games with them. I think before the end of May, so mm-hmm. within the first month of the season. We had a good record against them. I would like to see a repeat of that uh, 2-1 opening victory that we had against Rain uh, last year. Um, 
But another thing about these teams that I I noticed last year, maybe we'll see it again, is they they got pretty scrappy against each other. So I'm curious to see uh, if if there's kind of still some some of that energy going on. But I, I do think it'll be a really tough opening challenge for the for the Spirit. I agree. I mean, I th- I think that you look at a team that's been as successful as All Rain. However, I think the Spirit have an advantage because, like Joe said. We don't know what the hell they're doing. We don't know what they're going to look like. We don't know who's going to line up where. We don't know nothing. And so O.L. Rain, the coaches at O.L. Rain may, might know a little bit more. I know they are not unfamiliar with playing a Mark Parsons team. So there is that. But I think the way the players will be utilized, it's hopefully tailored to the players on the Spirits roster. So, yeah, that part of it is kind of fascinating to me. So I am going to put you both on the spot now because Joe, I understand we were not able to see a preseason game and we are all upset about it. However, <laughs> I'm still going to ask you spirit versus OL rain opening day of the season at Audi field. Final score will be two, one spirit. That's, nice. I'm confident in two, one spirit. I love it. I love it. I thought I didn't know you were going to come that strong. I feel it. I'm here for it. I, I believe in them. That is what I would like. I would like a two-one <laughs> spirit victory. I am more confident with. Oh, and I, I hate. I hate to even speak the idea of a draw into existence after last year. But uh, I, I, I think we could try to see maybe a maybe a one-one draw. Yeah, uh, the Spirit set the record for draws last season. So, yeah, uh-huh. it, it would really be an unfortunate situation <laughs> to come out with a draw. I mean, obviously, you don't want to lose. I'll take a draw over a loss. But they did that many times last season, and it was very unfortunate. Oh, I should just be rude and be like, well, I'm hosting, so I'm not giving you my prediction because I don't want to. But I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and be nice and uh, and do it. Oh, I'm going to go the other way, Joe. I think 2-1, but I think O.L. Rain. Oh, no. Honestly, I feel like we covered the board here. We did. <laughs> we covered all the options. Listen, no one can say the podcast was wrong. <laughs> exactly. Either which way, we one of us will be right. So which, like, one of us winning is all of us winning. We all want you to be right, so. though. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We very much. Or maybe it'll be like 4 nothing to the spirit, and we'll all just come in here and be like, okay, so we're the best team ever, and that'll be fun. Oh, so, definitely. yeah, I'm. either way, it's going to be super fun fun. I'm really excited for it. I cannot wait. But before we <laughs> head out, I just want any last words or any final words. I got to stop saying any last words. This just sounds very like, you know, funeral. Before your death. Yeah. Yeah. Like any, any final words. Final sounds bad too. Whatever. Any words that come to close the podcast. Uh, I'm going to start with Annie. What do you got? Um, we, I think we will have more coverage both before and after the game at the website, thedistrictpress.com. So check that out too. If you want, um, just more specifics about our thoughts about this upcoming game. Perfect. Perfect. And Joe. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you at Audi field. All of you. We'll be there. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I love the stress, the principal stress on all of you. Oh, we've already threatened to fight them so i was just about to say remember if you don't make it we will be making the rounds to fight you so these are things that will happen until then bye 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 (laughs) thank you so much for listening
listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Remember to like, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. You can follow us on Twitter at Hey Spirits. And as always, go Spirits.